0: Hey, everybody, Dave Hodges here. Thanks for joining us in our guest segment. This is the Common Sense Show, and you know we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But we really need you to help us with that endeavor. We need to unenslave a lot more than one at a time, so you can do your part. Share interviews like this. We're going to be interviewing in just a moment Ronnie McMullen. We're going to be talking about um, oh, a lot of things health, we're going to be talking about current events, the economy. Um, We're going to kind of be all over the page, but I'm telling you, I'm really concerned about Americans and their health because of the lockdowns. You know, It's easy to sit down, a beer becomes three, two becomes ten, and uh, that uh, pie, that chocolate pie, that first piece, not bad. But then you eat the whole darn thing and your gyms are closed or they make you wear a face mask to where you pass out. So I'm really worried, and we're going to talk about health with Ronnie because he knows a lot about health. And uh, we're going to be, like I said, we're going to be all over the map on this. But this is an interview you're going to want to share. Ronnie, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good to have you on. And, uh, boy, I just wonder, is this the new normal, Ronnie? We're we're never getting back to normal,
1: are we? And that's a a split decision. Um, (laughs) It's really our decision. If we stand up for our rights and say no to this crud, then we can change things. If we just bow down and allow them to take over, um, then we're in trouble. And so um, it's not a good time. And our, you know what's funny is we have this huge political fight going on and all of this media crap, but you don't see anything about health. It's very quiet right now. You don't hear Biden talking about the health care system, what he's going to do. You, you hear Camilla Harris talk one time that she just wants, you know, one one health care system and, and of course she won't be on it. So... I just think we're in some real big trouble. We have the aerosol spraying, uh, better known as geoengineering. We have the GMOs that are like, hey, we can put stuff in in food, but we don't have to tell you. So we're in trouble, Dave. I we got to stand up and do our thing. I know. I know we're in trouble, and and and, and
0: like with the lockdowns. I mean, and I don't want to get into this very much uh, because, first of all, YouTube will just take us down, but. Um, what's happening with enforcement has little to do with the transmission of a virus and, and I mean it's like the world has lost their mind and, uh, and people are just sitting around being lethargic and couch potatoes and if we think we had an obesity problem before it's got to be exploding although there's no data I tried to find data post-COVID on uh, obesity and uh, depression rates and Ronnie they're nowhere to be found in the standard places
1: No, everything's been altered so far. Um, There is a whistleblower from Pfizer um, that is basically talking about uh, COVID-19, and I'm going to stop there so this video is not taken down. Exactly. But it's uh, very interesting to watch, and he actually is a big wig for, for Pfizer. So that will kind of tell you some interesting things. Um, but we can sit here and report about the bad guys all day long, and it's, it's a big show to do that. We'd just have probably be 24-7, And I'm thinking. Or we can talk about how we can beat the system, and not really beating the system is, to me, being healthy. And talk about health a little bit. So, you know, talk about some of the, you know, the two things that really ended up um, killing people with COVID, secondary, was diabetes and obesity. And those are things that we don't have to have. We don't have to be that. Um, And so we should talk about that because we don't have to be sick, but we've been conditioned to be sick. And notice what I just said. We've been conditioned to be sick. So the doctors tell you, well, this is what you do. You can never get off it. You'll never feel better, blah, blah, blah. You know, just take this medicine. And these are all petroleum products. Mm -hmm. Anything in pharma is petroleum. Are we meant, and think about this, are we meant to be taking petroleum products? It's interesting when you see the C word coming up. It's almost the exact same timing. That started exploding the same time as when they put petroleum in the pharma, and they got rid of the herbs. In fact, they made it a secondary. The herbs used to be first, and in pharma, now they're secondary. So they got rid of that, and all of a sudden the big sea starts climbing and many other things, and people got sick, and they're still getting sick. And now we have the GMOs, we have the aerosol spraying, we have so many things that are polluting our air and water, and we wonder how we're going to... And But but here's the kicker. Is there some people that fight this with natural products and they, and they can win? They can win. But most people don't. I mean, most diabetics are like, you know, I like that, uh, as you were saying, that chocolate pie. And it's really not good that I have that chocolate pie. And I haven't studied to know how many carbs are in that as well as how many sugars are in that slice of pie or two or three that I'm going to have. But I'll just take some metformin or I'll just take some whatever and it'll be fine. Anytime we take something, especially in the diabetes realm, we take something to take our blood sugars down, we're band-aid. That is a band-aid. Now I have something that works very well in the supplement range on my website. Yep. But, but quite honestly, it's also it's a it's a natural band aid, but it's still a band aid. So we have to get to the cause of why we're sick and why we do what we do. We have to start knowing ourselves. That way we don't go over to the metformin table and say, I'm going to take a metformin because metformin is not that good for you. So if we go and take metformin um, every time that we have an extra slice of pie or french fries or greasy hamburger or whatever, and what happens is then we're told we need to go over here and have fish and spinach all the time. And who can have a steady diet of that? So then you have this hard time of like, well, I don't want to eat spinach and fish the rest of my life. I don't want to eat, you know, I don't want to be a vegan, you know, I don't don't want to go that route. I I like my steak. I like my bacon. I like my... That's when I say, we, there's another route because we can change our diet and change our mind and change our body and get healthy because... Quite honestly, I'm doing it. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I'm finally seeing the light of day.
0: Let's walk through that process a little bit more. I mean, for the average person, they weren't <clears throat> pre diabetic or diabetic when, when COVID started, but because of inactivity and bad diet, now they have the onset. Um, where would you advise them to start? You know, I, I'm getting the idea you don't think Big Pharma is the answer.
1: No, I don't. I mean, you can go to the doctor. He's going to say, yep, you got diabetes. And they move the numbers all the time. Pretty soon it's going to be anything over 100. Then you're going you're gonna to be a diabetic. And so they, they changed the numbers. They lowered the number. I think it was 95 or 96. They lowered it. Um, I think, and I don't know, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like 140 or something, anything over 140, you were a diabetic. And I think now that number is 125. So they do the same thing with cholesterol numbers and triglyceride numbers they move the numbers lower and lower and the reason they do that is because then you need to have you need to have medical treatment you need to have some kind of way out because the numbers are low and your body's not doing that but unfortunately that's not a truth and a lot of the peer-reviewed journals are not correct because they're run by big pharma so this makes it really hard and everything right now and we know this dave everything in this world is corrupt um our political system is corrupt our medical system is corrupt um most of our police forces are, are corrupt not the guys that are out there on the streets getting pounded but inside the top they're corrupt i mean it's really bad that to see so much corruption um so when you look at our healthcare system and you try to do the right thing with all the corruption at hand, it makes it really hard. Um, and this goes with even, you know, our outbreak of, of the flu, the same thing. How they get the numbers is a whole different ball game. We won't even go there. So all this to say is, and there's people out there saying, you know, I just, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to take my metformin or I'm going to take my insulin. Insulin in time will make you gain weight. Okay, So when you take a shot, in, and I'm not telling you to come off insulin. I'm not a doctor. I'm telling you that insulin will make you gain weight. Why is it that doctors tell you, well, the first thing you need to do if you're a type 2 diabetic is lose weight? But they're going to give you, if you're really bad, they're going to give you insulin, which is going to put on probably 50 pounds on the normal person. So they're kind of coming against what they're doing. So I would recommend getting a book by Jason Fung, He's an MD, his name is Jason Fung, he's a young doctor, probably in his 30s or early 40s. He wrote a book called The Diabetic Code. And if you get this book, he'll tell you how to beat diabetes. And he's a doctor, so it makes it really fun when you're a doctor. be able to tell people and give them advice I'm just a supplement guy so I can't sit there and tell you everything but I can tell you that I have tried what he is saying to do which is intermediate fasting and a lot of people the first thing and this is so sad the first thing they say is I can't do that really you know it's like somebody says I can't run a mile okay that's probably true but in time with training you could run a mile with time and training, you could run five miles, and with time and training, you could run ten miles. So I'm not telling you to go run ten miles to get rid of your diabetes, even though that would help. But that's not going to get rid of the problem. So this intermediate fasting does get rid of the problem. It will drop your blood sugars like a brick. And again, he'll tell you how to do it. He'll, you know, and he does cover himself, you know, make sure it, it, it could be, you know, you need to have a doctor watch over you. And most doctors will tell you, don't do this. And in, in, I think it's interesting, too, is because as a diabetic, a type 2, I'm going to type 2. This is not necessarily for type 1. But for type 2 diabetic, interestingly enough, um, they tell you to eat. Eat little all the time. Well, the main problem with diabetes is insulin resistance. So when your insulin starts firing, okay, that mean, basically every time you eat, your insulin fires to try to balance your body. So if your insulin is firing because you're eating a few peanuts and or a few of this, a little snack, a little granola bar, or whatever, and you're eating this just a little bit, you know, every two or three hours, your insulin's running all the time. What do you think that's going to do to your blood sugar? Now, this is obviously for a diabetic. For somebody that's not a diabetic, what it's going to be doing is making you fat. <laughs> so... It's interesting that obesity and diabetes are almost the same type of disease with almost the same kind of fix. And why is it that most people that are obese end up having type 2 diabetes? So they run hand in hand. And so some of the type 2 diabetics will say, Ronnie, I'm, I'm not fat. Uh, that's great, but you're still type 2 diabetic, so you're still insulin resistance. So you have to empty and you have to get that the body, where the insulin's not pumping all the time, until you get what he calls the sugar bowl inside of you, emptied. And so, and that takes a little while, but you'll see immediately. Like for instance, since I've started this, I've probably been on it six weeks. This intermediate fasting. Again, his name is Jason Fung. Uh, he wrote uh, the guide to intermediate fasting. He wrote the diabetic code and the obesity code, so he's he knows what he's doing. But I've been on this probably six weeks. I've lost 15 pounds, and my blood sugars are down by probably 40 to 50%, maybe more. Wow.
0: Um, what do you eat when you have that meal at mid-afternoon?
1: So you can eat any time you want. You can eat at 8 o'clock at night. But if you're a type 2 diabetic, I'll tell you, uh, I call it the honest cheat. Eat at 3 or 4. Because what happens is I take my blood at 8 o'clock at night, I get a blood read, and I get a blood read when I wake up in the morning. And that tells me where I'm at. So when you have a meal, your highest blood number, so if I I eat at 4 o'clock and I take my blood at 6 o'clock, that's going to be the highest blood number I have.
0: withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save
1: $80 for a short time Two hours after I eat my meal and digest and most type 2 diabetics have problems with digestion so to have a digestive enzyme going is probably a good idea to take something uh, for dropping your blood sugars at the same time you're eating probably a good idea taking a walk after dinner a couple hours after dinner probably a good idea taking a walk in the morning when you're not going to eat and by the way you can have coffee so your question Dave was what can you eat you can eat whatever you want that's what's cool now that doesn't mean you can eat what you want like oh, I'm going to have a big hot fudge sundae that's, I'm that's what
0: have, you made it sound there and my eyes were lighting up
1: <laughs> <laughs> five greasy hamburgers and uh, you know three pounds of uh, french fries no you need to have you know you can have chicken fish beef okay you can have uh, obviously any vegetable you want. Salads you have uh, cheese. Here's one for you. You can have bacon um, mm-hmm. because he talks about fats, and uh, you can have-
0: By calling Noble Gold at
1: 877-646-5347. Avocado, tomatoes, you can have pretty much, you can even have, he even says you can have a little bit of white rice. And when I say a little, a little bit of white rice. Yeah,
0: how about uh, um, a beef burrito?
1: A beef burrito, you've got a flour tortilla that's going to be carbs, but it's not going to be too bad. So I would say if you're going to eat one meal a day, yes, you'd be fine with a a big meat burrito. Okay. You can have beans. You can have refried beans and you can have pinto beans and whatever kind of beans you want to have because beans are a a complex carbohydrate. Simple carbs like potatoes, rice is really bad for you, but he does say you can have a little bit of white rice. Um, And you really can have a little bit of potatoes, just don't fry them. You know, have like a baked potato and have a small one. And make sure you can have that at 3 o'clock. But it will jack up your blood sugars a little bit. If you have and you cannot have... These are the two things that no matter what you do, you can't have. And that's sugar. You cannot have sugar. You cannot have sugar. Did I say that? You cannot have Mm -hmm. sugar. And you cannot have simple carbs. So... If you're going to have simple carbs, have a little bit. If you're going to have sugar, have it like once a week as a treat and don't make yourself a big hot French Sunday. Start becoming aware of carbs. You talked about beer earlier. One turns into three. Okay, let's talk about beer for a little bit. Number one, most beer has gluten in it. Gluten will jack you up. Even if you're not gluten intolerant, still will jack you up. So let's talk about beer. Carbs. Most beers, especially if they're... Uh, What do you call them, the uh, the different kinds of beers they have? Yeah, there's a name for it, but I forgot. I'm not a big beer drinker Me neither. Me neither. Um, Anyway, beer you can have, but they have carbs. So, like, let's use a Modelo. Modelo's really good. It's gluten-free. Corona's gluten-free. But what you have is carbs, and they run between 14 and 16 carbs. That's not real bad. But when you see 30, 40, 20, you know, something carbs, really bad. And this is something you look on for food as well. You're going to know that if, let's say, you have beef and you go, man, I want barbecue. That's okay. But your barbecue sauce has got sugar in it. If it has um, um, sugar in it, then you have to be careful. So you can have a little bit, but don't douse it. Don't, you know, learn to be. Moderate. Learn to be in balance. You know, having a little bit of something, having a little bit of sugar once a week, that's okay. But notice if you have sugar and the next day you want sugar again, there's a reason for that because they put stuff in it to where you uh, crave that sugar. Three days without sugar and you won't, you won't, you won't want it. It's no big deal. So if you change your diet, do a little bit of exercise, and eat that, and sometimes you can go further. Every, you know you can go 48 hours with a, a fast or 72 which is three days the first day's the worst the second day and the, really it's not bad until probably if you're doing a 24-hour fast you're probably hitting 18 or 19 hours you're going to start suffering a little bit and be going man i'm hungry i'm hungry it's all brain when you're hungry just drink a big glass of water Keep water going in when you're doing a fast because you're not getting the nutrients. And I'd say take a little bit of supplements like some vitamin C, a mineral, a B-complex. These all digest quicker. Hear what I'm saying. Digest quicker when you're fasting. So a lot of times if you're a diabetic, your digestion is screwed up. So what happens is you you take something that I call them downers that take help your blood go down. You take something... Whether it be natural or metformin, and it doesn't really always work. You only get maybe half of that pill. When you're fasting, your digestive tract's rocking. So what happens is you work really well. So instead of taking two or three downers, what I call them, not drugs but supplements that that take your blood down, you'll only need one. Take that one with the meal, and you're going to be golden. And Definitely watch your blood. You know, it's important. You know, I have people say, yeah, my blood was really low or really high. And I, well, What was it? Oh, I don't know. Well, how do you not know? Well, I didn't take my blood, but I can feel it. Well, you can't always feel things. If you're feeling it, your blood's probably way higher than you think. And I'm not saying this to scare people because, believe me, being, you know, <laughs> with all the blood sugar issues that I've had, Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm tired of the fear. Oh, they'll cut this off. They'll do this. You know, I don't need to hear that. Give me a way out. I have tried everything on the Internet. (laughs) You know, the shakes and this and eating this and avocados will help you. And, you know, I do everything. Nothing has worked. This intermediate fasting from Jason Fung has absolutely worked. It's made my supplements work better inside of me. And again, I've lost 15 pounds. And when you lose weight as a diabetic, you get better. And so you have more energy. And this is better for your eyes. This is better for your brain. This is better for your blood. Here's one for you. Guess what fasting will do? If you have high cholesterol, it'll start knocking your cholesterol down. It'll start knocking your triglycerides down. It'll start knocking things that shouldn't be in your body. We'll get rid of them automatically. Just like magic. So that happens. Your blood pressure, if you have higher blood pressure, will start helping that. And why I don't know why the doctors are not talking about this, probably because diabetes would go away as a whole. So it's just very interesting, you know. I I have always said that I want to beat diabetes. And that beating it is not taking stuff and knocking it down into a normal range. That's not beating it. That's band-aiding it. And so it's finally something I can see with with the Jason Fung uh, Diabetes Code and and the intermediate fasting. Really, the intermediate fasting is part of the whole diabetic thing. And if you're obese or you're 30 or 40 pounds overweight, a doctor will call 25 pounds obese. Uh, if you're 20, 20 25 pounds 30 pounds overweight and you start this intermediate fasting you will lose weight I, I know of one lady she's lost 30 pounds she looks dynamite now um, I know another lady that had some beginning of cancer things and took another test and it's gone so these are personal things that have I found out this is not you know a level of all these guys and you know and he has he has people in his book that you know here's what happened to me and this is exciting because you don't have to be sick anymore and diabetes leads to other things and again scare tactics didn't work for me you know i remember the first time that i found out about it my doctor says you better get your butt in gear and you better cuz this will kill you this will do this and we might and he must have read off 5 10 15 things that were very scary that diabetes can do let me tell you something about that. Diabetes will do that if you sit and do nothing. But if you get active and do some things, it'll never happen.
0: Okay, well, the some things, we've got the intermediate diet, we've got the change of diet, and I'm assuming this book lays out the food that you should eat.
1: Yeah, it does, but, you know, again... um I mean, he told me, this is what you can do, and there's always a recipe, you know, and that's cool. That's cool. Some people don't know, but I just start, for me, I just start learning, and I go, I'm a Mexican food guy. I love Mexican food. Mm, Me too. Okay, so if I'm going to have enchiladas, I need to know what the damage is. So I go, how many tortillas, how many carbs are in the tortillas, what's this going to do? And then I watch what I eat. I'll go, okay... I'll write down on my little chart, I'll say enchiladas tonight, and I'll see what my blood does. Oh, you know, my body doesn't like it. I had artichokes the other night. Artichokes and diabetes are bonding. If you take an artichoke, it is so good for a diabetic to have an artichoke. Um, so, but everybody's body is different. Uh, refried beans, I, I do well with refried beans. Some people maybe not. You know, if I have a bowl of rice, I'm in trouble. I'm done like a dinner. I might as well have had a hot fudge sundae. So it's really learning your foods and learning to go organic, because if you're not organic, you have petroleum in your products, okay? Just just know that. Just so you say, well, the lettuce is 59 cents, I'm going to eat lettuce that's good for me, and it's 59 cents for normal lettuce, and it's forty nine for organic lettuce. Well, the normal lettuce, you need to start thinking is the organic lettuce, and the other for $0.59 cents is a wannabe full of petroleum. So you might as well be looking at your salad, and somebody comes up and says, Oh, here you go. Here's a couple three tablespoons of gasoline. Would you <laughs> would you want that poured on your salad? <laughs> and people go, No. I, I, and I said this, too. You know, I, I, I deal with a lot of different aspects. And I was at this uh, wine tasting, wine get-together with five, six winemakers... And I went up to ask, and I said, do you think there's any difference in organic plant food versus regular plant food? Do you think any that organic plant food would change the taste of the actual grape? All of them, all six of them, this was in Temecula, California, all six of them said, absolutely not, would not change the taste of the grape. I already knew the real answer, and I said, okay, well, let me ask you this. If I bought all of you a steak dinner right now, do you think if I poured three tablespoons of gasoline on all of your steaks that it would change the taste of the steak and they looked at me and i said because that's exactly what goes on with plant food that is petroleum-based going on on a plant because they eat what's put before them they don't Mm -hmm. complain so they were like mad they all got up and they left me stand point being is we need to get real serious about our organic foods versus our non-organic foods we need to get real serious about label watching to say oh, is this GMO full um, Coca-Cola at least you know I'm not a Coca-Cola fan anymore I used to be but Coca-Cola at least they're honest and they go right on their website and say we are GMO and that tells you that it's a genetically modified organism that organism word scares me is, it that, is that, that bad like, for diabetes too Oh, jeez, yes. Gluten is bad for diabetes. There's all kinds of so yes, absolutely. So but it's not just bad for diabetes, it's bad for the body. For somebody that's trying to get well, trying to repair. When you're doing GMOs, it's a genetically modified it is a man made organism. So they're changing you not from the outside in, they're changing you from the inside out. So imagine I always do this, it's it's kind of a terrible analogy, but it gets the point across. So imagine you say, oh, well, I'm really not, it doesn't bother me. I can just do the regular stuff. GMOs don't bother me. I go, okay, here, here's a spoonful of worms. Why don't you eat those? Oh, I don't want to eat those. That's gross. Why? They're an organism, and they're not a part of your organism. It's the same thing. You're putting something that is not supposed to be in your body, and it's alive. So that organism is alive. That genetically man-made organism is alive going in your body and changing your RNA and DNA hello anybody listening to this (laughs) because this is a major deal and if they can change your RNA and DNA for the worst guess what's going to happen to your immune system ta da and when you have not a good immune system you're going to get what sick so does that make any sense
0: it makes no sense it's crazy. Um, yeah, It is crazy. I mean, I, I mean, you're throwing facts at us in such a relaxed manner, but it, I'm trying to take notes here. It's just, it's people are going to need to listen to this twice. How many people in the population, before they leave this earth, will become uh,
1: diagnosably diabetic? Well, right now they're running, um, I think the number is running around 30-something percent. Wow. So... This is something and, – and here's the thing is because of the media, because what we're being taught, we are – there's going to be more coming, and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Where if we could listen to people like MDs with Jason Fung – and there's he's not the only one. There's other people out there. It's just that he's the one that's kind of put this together to say we need to rock and roll on this. So – but there's other doctors out there saying, hey, if you do this.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code
1: Hodges. This intermediate fasting or, or if you do this or if you, you know, exercise it, here's what I don't like. And true doctors, in fact, Jason Fung is, is to me a true doctor. I have heard as a diabetic, well, if you need to exercise an hour a day, and actually that is harmful to your body. Really? Yes. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? So if you're walking gently, then that might be okay, but actually a half hour is better and not strenuous. So that that way your body doesn't get stressed. Interesting. Here's one for you. Most people don't know this. As a type 2 diabetic, emotions are your worst enemy. And when I say that, if you're stressed, your blood sugars could go up by 20 points. It could go up by 40 points. But they don't tell you this. They don't tell you what's going on. So the other day, my blood sugar was up, and I ate right, and I was like, but I had a stressful day. So the stressful day took it up. Your adrenals change up. Your fight or flight kicks in, and it puts cortisol in you, and the next thing you know, your blood sugars go up. So you have to mellow out. So this is why if you overextend your exercise, <laughs> you get you know stressed, then your blood sugars go up. So just a mild exercise, 30 minutes a day, life is good. And taking a walk, that's good for your mind. So guess what? If it's good for your mind, it's good for your body. And it changes your blood sugars. If you get riled up over watching a baseball or basketball or football game, oh my gosh, I can't believe that! Oh my gosh, you're gonna raise your blood sugars. So that's just part get, of normal living, though. It is. This is why. This is why this disease is so comfortable for some of the the they and them leaders, is because if it's not touched and people don't really get the true benefit of what's going on, people are gonna die. I mean, you can have heart attacks, strokes, we can go on. And again, I'm not trying to scare people. I'm trying to tell you it can be a dangerous disease. But it is irreversible. According to Jason Fung, it's very irreversible. But nobody wants to talk about that. They want to talk about metformin. They want to talk about... And metformin just not too long ago was contaminated. So here we are putting petroleum. And this this goes across the board for, for big pharma. Most of their stuff is petroleum. Most of their stuff is... Did anybody hear that? Most of their stuff is... Most of their stuff is... It's like... (laughs) Think about gasoline in your steak. So you're taking this, but you're trying to take this stuff to get better. This is why you don't get better. This is why when you do herbs, you get better. This is why Rockefeller came in in the 20s or the 30s and changed everything in Big Pharma and put petroleum in all the products. Because he knew... This is a downsizing population type of issue. This is going to make compromise so many people's immune system. How many people died of COVID because of compromised immune systems? So it was secondary. Do you understand how this is? So this is why I'm out there trying to not just say, here, supplements are better, but I'm also trying to teach people how to take care of yourself so you live longer. You have grandchildren, you have children, you have parents, whatever. Do you want to be sick? Do you want to feel bad? No, you don't. Nobody does. So this is something you can do and change everything. And it gives you a whole different outlook on life.
0: Wow. That's it's this is um this is eye-opening and frightening. Um Someone's going to ask me this question because I've been asked before. I don't like pricking myself. Is there anything you can do to take your blood sugar where you don't have to self-prick?
1: I think there is. I honestly, to me, I, I don't know. I I've, I've been pricking a long time. Um, when you get a meter and it pricks you, you can set the needle. Just so you know, all you need is a little bit of blood. You don't need it to to like prick you so hard that you go, ah that hurts. I I even prick the same finger because, believe it or not, and this is the truth, um, I mean, I have studied diabetes backwards and forwards and up and down and every which way, so um, I know a lot about the, the, the disease. When you prick yourself on, it doesn't matter what finger, you prick yourself, and let's say it comes out and says 160. I can turn around, put another isolate in, and prick myself again, and it'll be 150. It'll be... 170. It's never, ever, ever, did I say that yet? Ever (laughs) been the same with two pricks. So in other words, when I prick and it's 140, and I prick again and it's 140, never. So this tells you, this is why they they look at A1Cs. A1Cs is the total count over a three-month period. So, and usually it's quite different than what you prick. So if your numbers are high with prick, you might be lower than that. Not higher, which is okay, but long and the short of it is, I don't know if there's anything, they might have some stuff um, that you don't have to prick anymore, but is it, you know, to me, if you're not actually checking the, the blood itself, I'm not sure if it's better or worse. You'd, you'd have to look that up. But pricking yourself twice a day is not a big deal. But there is on the on whatever you want to call it, the pricker yeah, little machine. <laughs> there is an adjustment. It'll have like one through five, and you just you know like one might be barely pricking you, two's a little more, and five is like you know stabbing you. So you adjust that accordingly, and it doesn't hurt. Do the same finger, and you'll kind of build callus, and then it doesn't hurt at all. Yeah, but it's important for you to run your blood once to twice a day. Doing it 3 and 4 and 5 times is very expensive and it's going to get you focused just on blood. You don't want to do that. That's interesting. I think big pharma is bugging us.
0: You know why I say that? <laughs> when I do an interview like this, I have settings that I shut off everything else. Yeah. And those settings are on and I'm getting random calls.
1: Interesting. Most Interesting. of
0: them are being blocked. It's it's bizarre. I've never had this happen before.
1: And and you I'm always si- have weird stuff when you have me on.
0: Uh, well, yeah. You and I'll tell you who else. Steve Quayle. It never fails when I have Steve. Um, we always have communication issues. But, uh, yeah. And I'm just trying to be quiet as a church mouse here because you're filling up my medical library with knowledge right now. I, <laughs> a lot of the stuff I've, I'm not familiar with. Uh, when you say don't eat simple carbs... Give, give the audience an example of what you're talking
1: about. Simple carbs would be rice. Uh, simple carbs would be crackers, bread. Mm-hmm. Um, simple carbs would be uh, potatoes. Um, anything, any, like if you eat beans, that you're okay. Green, green beans, almost everything has carbs. But there's complex and there's simple. And the simple carbs it ma- turns to sugar lick immediately. So then, when you eat a potato, you know, especially French fries. Oh my god, French fries are the worst. And I, you know, it's really a bummer. I love them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I, I
1: wish I could marry them. You know, they're just, they're great. But what happens is when you have simple carbs, it goes into your body and it converts to sugar immediately, immediately. So if you're a diabetic, type two, then that sugar is going to go and it's going to be overloaded in your body. Insulin's going to produce, and the next thing you know, you're going to have all this sugar spill into your blood and so if you ran you know a blood test you would be high so if you don't do that now here's how you balance that so if you say and and this is the hard part for us as human beings so let's say we go man I, i love my potato okay eat half a potato and make sure you have a lot of meat whether it be chicken fish beef pork you know i'm not a pork fan um but you know, pork's actually not really good for you. But, but but anyway, if you want pork, that's fine. Because these things have a lot of protein, protein will help balance that simple carb. But don't try to get in the habit of not doing the simple carb at all. Try to get in the habit of doing, you know, I'll have another avocado. I'll have, um, you know, more vegetables. I'll have another piece of meat, you know, whatever. And, um,. You know, I was vegan for five months. It was the worst time of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't do that either. I'm, I've tried you know, that
0: too. Yeah, it was terrible.
1: Some of the people beat me up, say, it's great. And, and hey, if it's great for you, great. But it was murder for me. You know, coming off of cheeseburgers and going vegan. Now, I will tell you, going vegan was wonderful for my body. Um, it, but it, I'll be honest with you. It did not drop my blood sugars majorly. It did a little bit. The intermediate fasting, way better. Any day of the week, twice on Sunday, I guarantee I'd win the race. So anyway, simple carbs. Um, you know, rice. And people go, "But what about brown rice, Ronnie? Brown rice is bad too for for my body. It is. But if you can have a little bit, but here's the thing. And think about this, Dave. I, you know, everybody's different. So let's say you love hot fudge Sundays, and I say, "Would you like to have some hot fudge Sunday on this diet?" And you say, "Man, yeah." And I go, "Okay," and I give you a spoonful. Just one little spoon. I'm talking about like a little tablespoon. And you go, what's that? And I go, that's your hot fudge sundae. Well, it's so small. Yes, it is. But it's good. For me, I would rather skip it. Because that little spoonful is going to make me want five hot fudge sundays. So then I'm in trouble. And we can't give in to what our brain says. Our brain doesn't know any difference. It's been trained to eat a certain way. Once you train it to eat another way and you say no to these things, you'll get stronger and stronger and your body will get stronger and stronger and the next thing you know you'll have energy. And boy, don't we need that during this time. Yeah,
0: exactly. So um, you should write a book.
1: (laughs) I've thought about it because um, I really have thought about it. Not that I'm a doctor, but just using common sense... Which is interesting. What show am I on? Um, But using common sense um, to combat diabetes. And like I said, when Jason Fung came along, I just would. oh my God, this is a godsend. I would tell you to buy his book. Not to support him, but you need the information. And he gives you a diet, but just if you use common sense. If you're a beer drinker and you love a beer, then have a beer. But know that that's 14 to, depending on what your beer is, could be up to 25 carbs. 25 carbs is pushing the limits. I mean, that's a lot. So, because there is carbs in meat, there is carbs in, in green beans and salad and so on and so forth. Very small, but there is carbs. So, you got to you got to be careful how you do things. And here's another one for for those wine drinkers out there. They're probably, you know, want to, you know, Ronnie, tell me about wine. Um, tell you about hard alcohol. Hard alcohol, get it out of your body because that hard alcohol will go to your pancreas and your liver and your kidneys and do lots of damage, especially if you're a diabetic. So mm-hmm. get off of that. Um, wine. Wine has resveratrol in it. So it is really good. It's good for calming the nerves. So you get anxiety and you get all this stuff going on. Wine will calm it down. Now, you know, if you're drinking a glass of wine per night, you're probably probably okay. I wouldn't do that. I would try to skip a night here and there and whatever. But the wine will calm you down, and the resveratrol will do great things. And it's anti-bug thing. You know, I don't want to say bugs, but anti-stuff that shouldn't be in your body that people deal with all the time. It'll help get rid of that. So wine has a lot of good things in it, Um, way better than beer. Um, Beer has hops in it, which brings the carbs on. Uh, Wine, you do really good, and believe it or not, you go, well, what if I drink a sweet wine? You don't want to drink a sangria or, you know, Riesling is even okay on a white wine. But if you're drinking like a cab or a red blend, Red wine is probably the better wine for you, and it's, it's good for you, and it'll calm you down, and it really won't show up in your blood sugars too much, so it's a good thing. But again, everything is about balance, so you, you want to be balanced in what you do. But if you're having one meal a day, here's how you need to think about this. If you're having one meal a day, um, you can eat good, okay, because there's two meals you had nothing, zero. So even if you overeat on that third meal and you eat and you overeat, you still couldn't get in what you would eat in three meals. So you are going to lose weight. You are going to lose sugar. If you, and so two things, what were they? No snacks ever, ever. No snacks and no sugar. Simple carbs cut way back. And you will rock. You will say, oh, man, why didn't I do this five years ago? It's that good.
0: How much is reversible? And I know that's a very general question, but is there a general feeling about this? Reversing it through more natural means as opposed to controlling symptoms through things like metformin?
1: Well, how much is reversible is your question? Yes. I think everybody's different, but... You know, to say that it re- will reverse diabetes in every single person there is, uh, that could be an untruth. To say that it's going to do major damage on diabetes, yes. To say that there are going to have some people that completely reverse it, if they stay on it and do what they're supposed to do, they'll completely reverse it, yes. And this is why you need to get the book, Jason Fung. Don't go on what I say. I'm not a doctor. Go on what the doctor says, and he will tell you this is reversible they'll tell you that diabetes is um, you know that you're basically going to have it for the rest of your life and all this and he says basically don't believe that there are and here's, here's the cool thing I'm kind of like research stuff and when you look at the peer reviewed papers on diabetes and metformin and all this and I, I won't go there because I don't want your thing pulled down you just need to read the book because we've been lied to I'll just leave it at that So you want to read the books so you can get all the peer-reviewed studies and really what the truth is on those studies. That's what's important, the studies on diabetes, what the truth is. And when you find the truth, you'll go, no way way no way way <laughs> so um you're definitely going to want to check this out if you're serious about your health you're you're going to check it out if you're not serious and you're just going ah eh, i'd rather have metformin in my hot fudge Sunday, i'll take two metformin in fact that's fine but that's going to have a dead end in time
0: and, and what do you mean by the dead end if, if you depend on metformin to allow you to continue your bad habits um, it, it it doesn't stop it. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct?
1: Metformin is metformin is not a bit. Be- out of all the diabetes medications, it's probably the best. Um, but it will not go to the cause. If it did, then your doctor and you can you can check me on this. Go to your doctor and say, okay, I've been taking metformin for year, year and a half. It, it could be ten years. Um, when am I going to be better? When will diabetes be gone? And they'll tell you. Uh, just keep taking the metformin. They won't tell you yes or no. They'll tell you just keep taking the metformin. And you just sit there and you go, okay, so basically this is a big band aid. This is residual income. So, and metformin's not super expensive. They're talking about raising the price of it, but it's not super expensive. But what happens is you start off on 500 milligrams of metformin, and then then they go, oh, that's not doing any good. You need 1,000. You need need 1,500. When you get up into the 1,500, 2,000 range, man, it starts upsetting my stomach. And it starts doing, you know, not so good at things with the digestive tract. So long and the short of it, again, I am not a doctor. Go to Jason Fung, and, you know, I'm just telling you this is really important information if you're wanting to get better. And right now, with the healthcare care kind of being so far down the list of uh, important things and important issues to deal with, you really need to get taking care of your health because if you don't, there may not be hospitals to take you in. You may There may be a whole new genre of how we get our health mm-hmm. taken care yeah, of.
0: Yeah, I wonder that too. Ex- exactly. I'm so glad to hear you say that because uh, people think that the uh, the system we're on now is going to continue. No, it's a loser for all sides now except for the people who are at the top of the medical industry. Ronnie, talk about what you do at Get the Tea and how that applies to what we're talking about.
1: I try very hard to put out supplements that are organic and non-GMO. Um, I try to target issues, um, and some of my stuff, just so you know, is a natural band-aid, and they don't necessarily, you know, for like say diabetes, um, it, they don't go to a cause because the cause is 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 really a diet. It's and so the cause is not a medicine. The cause is a diet. So. I have stuff that will help you with blood sugars, but you do what we just talked about for this last hour. You're going to change everything, and you're going to actually get to the cause, Mm -hmm. and so you're going to be happy. But you have to realize when you're fasting, you need minerals. We have Minerals Plus, very important. Um, We have Cortal Calcium, which is really important. Allison Advance, really important. These are all things that you should have. Um, You should be taking Salmon Oil. Um, These are all things that will help your body, especially with fasting, because um, when you don't eat, you don't get the minerals, you don't get the goods. So you're eating once a day instead of three times a day or twice a day. So you're low on minerals, you're low on the goods, and you want to make sure you have the goods. And again, you'll digest them quicker. So there's lots of good stuff. And then, of course, you know, we have specials every single month. Just go to GetTheTea.com, scroll down the front page, you'll see specials. There's usually two. They change every single month. And then we have a specials page. So if you're wanting to save money, you can go there. And, of course, um, you put Dave in the coupon code, you're going to get free shipping. So that's really important, too.
0: Okay, I hope those people remember me at Christmas. So put <laughs> put Dave in the shipping code, and they'll get free shipping here.
1: Yeah, in and, the coupon um, code, hit apply, and you're going to get free shipping. And, and that's uh, important too. Save a little bit of uh, save a little bit of money there, and that also goes with special. So if you get a special, and then you put Dave in the coupon code, you're going to get free shipping, and you're going to get your special. So you save double.
0: Okay. That's pretty good. Um, Getthetee dot com. And uh, I'm sure you categorize those products online, so it makes navigating easy. Yeah. Are, yeah. are there any numbers that people call, or is this just strictly online? Yeah,
1: no, you can call a number, 928-308-0408. I'll do it one more time, 928-308-0408. And, uh, and let me tell you something, um, be proactive with your health. You know, it's so funny. People go, I'm going to buy gold and I'm going to buy silver, you know, because things are getting this way and that way. And I'm going to buy storage food and blah, blah, blah. And I think to myself, that's good. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But why are you not investing in your body? (laughs) Why why are you not getting something so if it gets bad, because supplements last a long time. So why are you not getting something so if all of a sudden everything gets weird, like my tea, if the water got contaminated, it would help you get rid of some of the stuff. So why are people not investing in their body and in their health? I do not know. Because for you to spend your gold and silver, you need to be alive. <laughs> so think about it. <laughs> yeah, No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And, and um,
0: I think people just are in uh, an active state of denial. They They know there's a problem, but they just don't want to deal with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, people, you know, they're buying guns and ammo, and I, I, that one's really kicks me sometimes. It's really kind of funny. So you're going to lift up a gun and, you know, defend yourself, right? But you're you're sicker than a dog, and you, you can't even get out of bed. How does that work? <laughs> so, you know, or you don't have any energy to even walk forward. So how does that work, you know? So it's really important that we take care. Plus, that's not even counting. When you're taking care of your body physically, whether it be some exercise, eating right, and supplementing, you actually are helping your brain and your nerves, exactly. and so many other things. So you 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 exactly. make much better decisions when your body's cooking. If you're sitting there like you know having hot food Sundays every day and drinking five beers a day, your mind is not flying. You're not making right decisions. So it's really important to understand no, this.
0: I think that's such good advice. Um, we got about ten seconds left, so quickly give out your contact information again
1: getthet.com that's get the t com, 928-308-0408. And uh, free
0: shipping when you use my name. And if you don't know who I am, I'm Dave. Use my name, get the free shipping. Most informative, um, Ronnie, this has been fantastic. I want to thank you for coming on. This is going to help a lot of people. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, thanks, Dave. Thank you.